you're like me, you probably have a closet full of local band merch. And whether you know it or not, a lot of that band merch was probably made by Divine Shirt Company right here in Winnipeg. Divine Shirt Company has made all of the Great Witch Police merch from our hoodies to our toques to our t-shirts. And if you're looking to get anything done, like screen printing, embroidery, graphic design, digital printing, go to see Divine Shirt Company at divineshirtcompany.ca and tell them which police radio sent you. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm on the internet again, which is where we all live now because of the situation the world is in. But it gives me a chance uh, doing this podcast to reach out to people that maybe I haven't talked to before or artists whose music is is relatively new to me and hopefully also new to the listeners of the show. So the guest on this episode is someone whose name I'm familiar with, having just just heard it, uh, seen it on posters and show listings and things like that for many years um, in the city. And I think the best way to start this off is if you'd like to just introduce yourself and maybe give a bit of background about what it is that you do as a musician absolutely well first of all thank you sam for the invitation i think uh, this is a wonderful work that you're doing interviewing artists and everything this is very important for the community yeah my name is marco castillo i am from rio de janeiro brazil and i'm, I'm a musician uh, i've lived in canada for 15 years now and i'm a musician since i can remember my father is a musician so i came from a, a family of music and everything and yeah so i i moved here from rio de janeiro with my family and you know just keep doing my music and i found a lot of opportunities in here and i'm i'm glad now i feel more canadian than ever why winnipeg i mean of all of all the places you could have come in, in canada what was the draw to this city well there's no the snow <laughs> we, have, we have enough of it for sure yeah 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 i always i always joke with that because people i mean it's like a very a common question uh well i have family that moved here uh from since the 80s uh, from guatemala Okay. My mother is from Guatemala. I lived in Guatemala for three, four years when I was a teenager. So Spanish is my second language, but I, of course, uh, Portuguese is my, my first language. Right. And uh, uh, yeah, so they moved in the 80s and, and my mother and my sister moved in 2000. And I was in Brazil at the time and it was not, you know, I have no, uh, it wasn't, Canada wasn't on, on my plans. But as we were talking, you know, like years goes by and we're like always telling good things about Canada and everything. So uh, so I decided for the family, I think it will be better. So my, my daughter was at the time seven years old okay. yeah, when we came, and now she's 23. So uh, I think it was a, a good decision come to Canada. You know, it's just a country that gives opportunities uh, in all different fields, and, and we feel safe. And, and, and that, I think that's the main thing that I, I like to always point here despite the, the, the uh, all the time we hear, oh, Winnipeg is the murder capital, just like, no, because they don't know Rio de Janeiro. They don't know <laughs> Sao Paulo. Yeah. So, you know, uh, it's, it's you know. Anyway, so we move here. I'm happy. So, you know, I always joke snow because, like, but well, this year has been crazy, right? It's like, been nuts, yeah. yeah. Even for people that live here, like, forever, I like it. Just, it's just, 
So it's been a tough one. But, you know, spring will come. I'm very optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> one day. It'll eventually happen. Yeah, it always does, right? Yeah, so, so what, exactly. What was the... um. What was it like coming here as a musician and 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 kind of experiencing the local music scene here for the first time? I mean, because you're coming from a very different environment. I mean, you know, there's still obviously you're doing something creative and there's a lot of creativity in Winnipeg, but just that kind of first steps into the music scene here as a newcomer. What was that like for you? Well, honestly, Sam, when I when we decided to move, I was a little bit scary. I have to confess because Rio is, is, is a twelve million city, yeah. twelve million people city. You know, with like and all the goods and bads, but there's a lot of opportunities, but at the same time, there's a lot of people, so it's kind of, you, you uh, uh, and when I saw the numbers, you know, like, oh, 700,000, like, oh, that's kind of a small city, but once I got here, uh, I found, I, 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 first of all, like, the, the music community is huge. I actually noticed that, that this organization, when you talk about music, which I'm, I'm part of it, yeah. and I noticed in Brazil, because I was doing a research on the internet, and I found them right away, and it's like, wow, they, they have some, but I, I didn't know what exactly what it was, I, I, but and then I, so when I came, uh, uh, I I was like, we, we, we didn't have like a B plan. That's the thing. It was one way, one way ticket. Yeah. Coming here, uh, we were uh, at my mom's house for months. You know, until we start figuring out things and, and getting to the. And my English was pretty bad, actually. It was resumed to Beatles songs. You know, and sometimes not knowing exactly what I was singing. Right. <laughs> but I was very confident uh, because I was already a musician and uh, experienced musician. So I, I travel a lot in South America with different groups and bands. So I was pretty confident saying, you know, I can play all the Tonjo Bean repertoire, so I think I'll be fine, <laughs> me and my guitar. And luckily, I really found my place. Uh, I, I, I contact right away Rodrigo Munoz from the Papa Mambo, and pre he pretty much adopted me on, on the first summer. He got me so <laughs> many gigs. I, I think I think the band, the Papa Mambo, is always kind of changing formats and stuff. And yeah. at the time, I was like a super welcome, and then, you know, I performed a lot with him. Actually, he helped me to produce the, my first uh, CD, The Brazilian Season. Okay. And that was an amazing experience. We had like 17 musicians playing, you know, the best musicians in town at the time. And then from then on, I just, you know, start finding my, my own space and then put together my band, The Brazilian Beats. And I record my second album, The Trip to Brazil, which I got the, the music World Recording Music Award in, in, uh, in 2014, okay. 2012. Okay. Yeah. And then I released the Zabelé that was also nominated. And, you know, and I start, you know, getting a lot of gigs. I'm a very versatile musician. That That's something that I think I like to point out because basically uh, people have that idea. Oh, you're from Brazil, so you only play Brazilian music. But For I sure. like rock and roll. I like blues. I like jazz. Uh, country. I like country. I mean, like I like good music. You know, I like if it sounds good, classic music. I love classic music. So I'm a very versatile musician, uh, and, and and I'm not bragging. Like I yeah. really like, and I play different styles. I, I I play different instruments. So I think that kind of opened to me a lot of opportunities. Being a singer as well, like you know, I think uh, kind of a, again not bragging, but like I'm I'm the the complete pack. You know, I can do it all. I can do it by myself. Yeah. But I love to play with people. So so uh, you know, I put a band, and I do. I have doing a lot of. Uh, lot of different things collaborations with the winnipeg jazz orchestra the symphony uh you name it you know ron paley yeah and yeah. band and you know uh, all the musicians 
you know, a lot of, and, and, and again, I, I found like a, such a rich community here, a lot of talented people. And that really impressed me and, and just got me more uh, motivated, you know, to, to um, you know, make more music and everything. So that's what I'm doing. Like, yeah. Well, and that's kind of what I wanted to ask you as well is, is I think that, you know, people do assume they, they hear Brazilian and they think they have uh, an image in their head of what that sounds like. But even just looking at your, um, just looking at you on social media or in your website, I mean, the amount of different stuff you've done, it's a, it's a pretty good list. I mean, all, all that work with the, with the jazz orchestra and, and, you know, just playing with various people and playing as a solo artist and, and all these things. Do you... I guess, how, how do you define what it is that you do as a musician? Do, is there an easy way to kind of, um, like, would you just say that you're, you're a singer-songwriter or something like that? Uh, is there, like, an overarching uh, label you would give to yourself? And I know it's hard to well, label when you have yeah, so many it different is, you know, uh, But, you know, it's a really good question, Sam, because recently, I haven't thinking a lot about that. So on my Instagram, I put myself as an artist. Sure. You know, and, and my, my quote is, life is good. <laughs> so... Because I'm an artist. I mean, like, I'm a performer, I'm a songwriter, I'm a producer. But if I start putting everything, so the art, that's what artist does. I mean, like, the, I think that the bureaucratic part, like, uh, uh, I mean, it's part of the job. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm my own manager. I do a lot of stuff. I, and I have a lot of people sometimes, of, of course, you put together teams to work in specific projects and everything. But I think artist, I'm an artist. I think that that's a, the, the, the short definition what I am. Because artist is like, you know... It, covers pretty much all the, the bases, I guess. Yeah, it can encompass everything that you do, whatever it is that's creative will fit in that category, for sure. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh,
Cause everybody needed it. My voice is shot through like Nelson Mandela. Like Mandela. the way for the people. Show the world we all equal. In this together through the feast of the family. Rough and survive, we all be in here jamming. Jamming will be the carnival parade marshal. Rocking with the number one man leader, Marco. Yeah, for example, videos like I have, uh, uh, like, uh, well, I, my my wife is something like that. She, uh, she's like always helped me. Like this is my biggest supporter since day one, and then she she filmed pretty much all my my shows like jazz festival and everything. So all this, I think this is very important to have, you know, because uh, some, the other day I was watching the Brazilian Beast, one of the first shows in two thousand eight, I guess. Okay, and it was like wow, and I was like watching people who like, were playing with me. And I was like, wow, that was amazing. I mean, it's, uh, you know, so uh, uh, so now recently, I, I like also to edit videos, you know, so I do like sometimes I put it together a video, like, so you know, you throw the cameras and you do all the stuff. So so this is a, an artist work, right? And, and and you have to learn those skills. I mean, if yeah. you want to survive in this business, you can't just like do one thing. You have to, even though some people say that, that, that that's not right, you have to focus on one thing. But uh, I mean, it, it's... It's tricky, right? Like I think you have to know at least, you know, how everything works. You know, I, I'm a very uh, how can I put that? I'm a very um, um, I won't say picky, but I'm very de detailed. I, I like okay. details, and I'm very like I like to so I like to have my hands on everything. Just like have I want this this way or this. So it's kind of uh, it can be a little bit annoying, but that's how I am. You know, like I like to have things my way, right? I'm not a <laughs> A dictator or anything but like because it's my my uh my uh, uh brand right sure that's my name sure. that so i think it's part of the you know well, the deal. and i think maybe it's become more part of it uh since the internet has become so prevalent in everyone's lives as well because you know you have to be um figuring out how to do all these things how, how to make videos how to promote uh yourself on social media how, how to just get your name out there because you know the, the one of the best things about the internet is it's made everyone's music available to everyone but then that's also a downside is that all of this music is there and people now have to sort through it and find the stuff they want to hear so you have like almost yeah. an added challenge of, of of making your voice heard among all the noise of of the internet right yeah absolutely yeah it's great it's very interesting i think everything has goods and bads right like i think the internet is a wonderful place yeah but again i agree with you that it's overwhelmed i mean like you if you, you know if you want to find something like you'll find like a thousand times more than where you're looking and it's like you can get lost easily with and, and, and distracted you know so it's kind of crazy even like i think in the music industry has changed drastically the yeah. last uh, 15 years like uh, uh i i remember uh, i you know i, I when i was uh, i mean uh, being already a, a side musician in the studio uh se session musician in brazil i record vinyls you know so yeah. i have my credit i have credits in vinyls <laughs> it's like you know and this doesn't exist anymore and then the cd came and then turned into mp3 now we have the streaming which in my opinion it's the the is the last shot on the art on the art in general because uh i mean i understand technology i love technology but i think we're missing uh, a precious part of, of the appreciation you know like have that okay I, I won't go radical saying oh, okay we have to go back on, on vinyls but you know i really miss the experience to get a record and then you put in there and you listen 28 minutes is not 30 seconds and sweeping so nobody's really paying attention it, it, it's so we're going nowhere this way. And at the same time, there's a flood of people trying to make money behind, like yes. trying to convince you that it's a good deal to be an artist. And it's not. I mean, like it's, 
and they have all this music for free. Yeah. Like, no, I mean, like I will spend, I, like, I spent thousands of dollars in, in, in knowledge and equipment and, and, and production, and then I'll give my music away. No, <laughs> it's like, you know, but that's what, what we're living right now. And people know it's just for promotion. No, I mean, like, so I don't know. I don't know. It really, I, I'm trying to find like inspiration to, I mean, like inspiration is always in there, but like you have to find a way to make a living, you know, like keep getting paid for that, right? Yeah. It's not only on shows. I mean, like, because uh, and th- like you became, you have to sell your brand now. You have to make like t-shirts and everything. It's just like, I don't know. I mean, like, I understand that. I agree. But I think it's, it's, I don't think it's that the way. I mean, like we're losing the music, that the most precious thing, which is the music itself, yeah. in a sense. Well, and, and that's dangerous, in my opinion. I'm, I'm glad you're saying that. I mean, I'm someone who never got into the streaming. I still listen to music on vinyl, on tape, on CD, and I have a big collection, which, you know, at, at this point, a lot of people I know think it's ridiculous that I have so many records because I can just not- I could just get Spotify. But th- like you say, there, there's there's a value to it, to, to sitting down, listening to something from start to finish the way it was intended, and having access to the lyrics and the liner notes and learning who played on the record and who produced it and all that. And I think you're right. It's something that's, that's lost just in the general way people consume music. Someone could definitely have heard a song before, but they won't necessarily know who wrote that song. And, you know, they won't know who produced it or where it was recorded. And and for me, anyway, those are always ways that I found new music. I'd I'd find a songwriter I liked and then track down what else they did. But if you're just listening to it on a stream and you're skipping it after a minute, you're not going to get that. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's kind of scary what's going on now. And, And... And the problem is like uh, the stream. I, I I also don't have any subscription. You know, I like to live this like very clear. I don't have. I don't subscribe for anything. Yeah. You know, uh, I have my YouTube channel. I have Instagram. I have all those social media stuff. But I don't subscribe. I send. I receive all every day. Like when I go on my on my own uh, uh, thing on all those like Spotify wherever because I have a profile there that I can yeah. manage at least. But uh, uh, and then they offer me. Oh, you know, sign up. And this is like I don't want that. I'm not going to because these people already. I don't know if you know, but the guy behind the, the, the Spotify, uh, I, I call it Spotify. The Spotify thing is the same guy uh, that was behind Napster, right? You know, so they came with this model, you know, and, and, and just like and, and they're like they're ultra rich now, and then they're paying people, and they and people still believe people are paying money to, yeah. to be in playlist, just like it's bizarre, you know. Yeah. Uh,
how how are you finding this kind of brave new world we're in where you're still releasing music on CD you're trying to sell it directly to to the people who like your like what you do H- has it changed in terms of what people want to hear from you do you have people asking where they can find you on Spotify rather than where they can buy a CD uh, has that kind of approach changed for you at all well, it has changed, but uh, well, I'm trying to take advantage of, of the momentum in that matter because I remember the other day, like I posted on my Facebook something like uh, uh, I, I was celebrating because I had like two listeners <laughs> on Spotify on my last month. I had, and then I received an email like a default. Oh, you know, congratulations! You have also wow. And it's like <laughs> so I made a joke. I like I posted. And I said, oh, you know, I have uh, 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 I don't know like how many streams I had like uh, like. Five, I don't know, and I, so I need two hundred thousand streams so I can buy a coffee because that's, that's right. the value. You're like you get like point zero 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 six cents per streaming, and 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 a lot of people. So no, I'm listening right now. So it's funny because like I, I felt I, I felt like it was lovely. Some people like no, I'm listening to you right now. Like I, I, they thought they they thought that I was like asking them to do that. It was a joke, right? But it was interesting because uh, it got uh, so last month I actually got like twenty. So I kind of multiplied by ten. You know the listeners I have now, and, and, and so it's kind of interesting. Uh, uh, but what? But people. Uh, but uh, how can I put that? Uh, uh, yeah, they, they always ask. There's always there's, there's always that question. You know. Uh, uh, so w- w- what is coming up? W- what are you doing? And, and you know, and and, bec- and the definition of the music that I do because yeah. I'm as again uh, as a versatile musician. Uh, like I have a song, for example, that that I wrote in 2011. That was uh, no 2012. That brought me to one of the biggest festivals in, in of Latin America, Viña del Mar. So I played for 20,000 people. It was wow. live streaming and everything. So it was you know a big momentum for me. And it was and, and the kind of music is a very simple, like a three chords, you know, very popular song from the northeast of Brazil. Uh, and some people I know that, uh, like especially from Brazil, they oh, so they think that I just played that that type of music, and they kind of put me on that box. Yeah, I mean. Unfortunately, it's okay. It's their problem, not mine. Uh, uh, but like, I play jazz. I play everything. So, so I'm not that only three chords yeah. playing that thing, which I'm very proud of it because it was my song and, and a big opportunity and everything. But, uh, but it's it's. Uh, I mean, for me, uh, it's you know, people that know know me, so they know that I'm versatile, and, and they dig. They, they they always looking for it when you know if I release something, they will like. You know, I know that uh, it's getting bigger, my audience, and more, more, uh, more sincere, more yeah. solid, because people know uh, what I do, and 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 in different sectors. So they'll, you know, they'll support me. They do. They'll either support me because they like me, or support because they support. They like the uh, one specific song or yeah. two or different styles. So. I don't know if I answered your question, but no, no, that's, <laughs> I that's, that's good. Uh, just, just, uh, I mean, I, I know we've, as we've, as we've established here, I mean, you, you are versatile. You have all of these different influences and styles you can play and, and uh, styles you have played. But as far as just, um, you know, music that you were bringing to Canada from Brazil, how was that received here? Because I mean, you know, obviously there's a community here, um, who are people from Brazil? I mean, first of all, who would be familiar with a lot of that stuff? And there's also people from South America more generally who, you know, have been exposed to that kind of thing more often. And then there's people who just are interested in, in finding music from, from all over the world. But, you know, it's not, a, I, I guess it's not a huge community in Manitoba. So what has it been like trying to sort of, um, in many cases, I guess, introduce this stuff to, to people here? 
Well, you know, it's easier than appears because uh, basically uh, Latin music in general uh, and Brazilian music is, is based on, on, on a, a very rich uh, rhythmical environment. And it's hard not to move, not to get yeah. that feeling of, of, of the Latin. And, and 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 it's different from what is produced in North America, right? Like the rock and roll and everything is like a, a grounded, like a, on on the downbeat, tow, mm. tow, tow, yeah. While the Latin music is all in the upbeat, it's all floating. It's all in the so it's different right away there, and and people love. I mean, like Canada. I mean, I feel I feel very fortunate being here because people are very open. Yeah. For for the new uh, for new uh, for the culture in general in Brazil, of course, we have all this huge tradition of good music. Again, not bragging, but we <laughs> have a, a huge. Uh, Brazil is impressive. It's like a, yeah. you know, I, I just put a, I just presented recently uh, some workshops about Brazilian music, and I cover like since the the uh, like a little bit of history of Brazil and and uh, this, the different gender styles of music. And and I talk about the, I talked about the the festivals and the carnival and it's it's unbelievable like uh, it's so rich and, and so complex we have I can't like if I talk about the Brazilian music styles I can easily count forty different styles of sure. Brazilian music sure besides samba bossa nova we have so many others so it, and people are very welcoming you know since the very beginning again and that was one of the things that i feel like confident when i came saying like i know tom jobim tom jobim is, is a genius so i know the repertoire so i'll play girlfriend and yeah. people will love that yeah and that's what happened and and and, and brazilian the brazilian community at the time that i came wasn't wasn't that big was really really small. it's growing you know it's still a, a small community yeah but they always they have been like supportive as well like they i mean it's their music it's their culture right of course yeah it's probably great for them to hear it being played here because yeah. it's you know they're not exposed exactly. to it as much just just by necessity of being in Canada yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, and a lot of people that I, that that I have you know uh, met they always oh i heard about you i know you so they know me already for what i have done and and it, i very i feel proud and honored you know like to, being one of, the, I think in, in Winnipeg at least, I don't have record that, that there was any other Brazilian musician. I think I'm the first one. Yeah. Uh, now I have some people coming, which is great. I, I think it's you know I actually have played with most of them, and uh, and it's good. We're growing, you know, steadily, but we're you know, and and most important, and again, I think the music. Uh, I like a, a composer from Brazil called Hermeto Pascual. He's one of my. Uh, uh, inspirations okay. uh, because he he treats the music uh, he don't like th that those boxes like oh is this or is that he for him is music is the universal music and I like that concept because it it, it really is I mean the music is is, is a universal vocabulary it, it, regardless the style of course we have uh, uh, thousands of different roots and and, and yeah. mix and everything but the music is a language I mean you know it, it's a it's a unique language that everybody speaks if you are a musician you, you get a musician from india and then you can get along quickly playing with somebody from cuba or from brazil or from north america yeah. you know it's because that's the language you know it's, it's a it's a communication that you know you don't need like a, it's just the skills right well, and I think that's why there's there's that openness uh, among listeners to, to to jump on stuff that's new to them. They they to, to kind of embrace it because it's yeah they, they they recognize some some connected some connection to even if it's from a country they've never even heard of. You could hear a song and there's some element of it that that connects with what you think of as music and the music that you've Absolutely. been exposed to, and you can 
even if it's a new language, you still have the root language of just just basic music, and it, it fits together. Yeah, yeah. I'm an uh, I'm a uh, educator as well, so I, I teach. I, I have lots of students. Yeah. And uh, and and it's funny because I, I have had like some students from Africa, and 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 we ended up. Uh, uh, they talk Yoruba, and in Brazil, Yoruba is huge. I okay. mean, like the, we have actually a style of music, Ashe music, and there was a big boom in the '80s. Uh, it's Ashe is, is is a Yoruba language. And and it's fascinating how you know we, we own too much to to Africa, I mean, yeah, oh, Europe, yeah. of course. Yeah. But Africa is is the the mother of of so many, not only for from us humans, but like culture, music, rhythm. It's so rich. It's like unbelievable, yeah, powerful. Yeah. Well, and the good thing about the, I mean, again, to to bring up the internet, the world is is become smaller in terms of connectivity, right? So people are now you can be exposed. To stuff like that whereas before you know maybe a, a style of music from africa unless you had a friend who would come from there or someone sending you the music physically on tape or cd or, or vinyl you wouldn't have heard it because it just wasn't as accessible but now everything is kind of thrown at everyone and you can you can soak it all up yeah exactly yeah <laughs> Aqui no rebelejo até o sol raiar Forró do Canadá Como é que vai fazer? Forró do Canadá Bota pra mim Forró do Canadá Como é que vai fazer? Forró do Canadá Bota pra mim É no balanço, nesse pique, nesse toque Eu vou levando na conversa aquele rock O resto pé a noite inteira na fogueira Até o sol raiar e a neve derreter Forró do Canadá como é que vai fazer? Forró do Canadá Bota pra derreter Forró do Canadá Como é que vai fazer? Forró do Canadá Bota pra
you know, you mentioned a few minutes ago about uh, one of the kind of uh, things that appeals to people about Latin music in general is is that the the liveliness and you want to move to it and everything like that. How has that affected your experience during the past couple of years when live shows just <laughs> haven't haven't been able to happen? I mean, it seems like that type of music in general is very much geared towards performance rather than. I mean, obviously you can make a, you can record and you can make make albums, but it's very you know live show heavy. Yeah, no, I, I get it. Yeah, it's been tough. It's like those last two years was just crazy. And I'm, I, I'm looking forward for this summer. Like that, I, I have, uh, despite all of this craziness that is going on in the world, yeah. like I'm, like I'm sad. We are all sad. We're shocked, and uh, and we're just getting rid of a pandemic, and then we're getting into this big trouble. It, it's just it never hard, ends. But never ends. But uh, I'm very hope that we have a you know a better summer and then we'll be out playing music like those last years two years is being like tough i i, I consider myself uh, actually very lucky because uh one month before the pandemic that was uh, 2019 right 2019 yeah yeah sounds right uh, february <laughs> yeah like, see, it all blends february, together yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I played a show with the Winnipeg Jazz Orchestra, and we 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 brought from Brazil Kiko Freitas, which is an amazing drummer, one of the best drummers in the world. He cool. plays with the big star uh, João Bosco, and we brought him here to play a couple of shows with the WJO. I actually got him in the studio to record some sessions, and and like as soon as he left, and then in March, boom, the, the this uh, craziness hit, and everything was shut down so and actually they canceled a lot of other shows that they had everybody canceled everything yeah and we had the first year that was horrible like i was actually was 20 right i'm just like totally lost it, it all blends like, together when like you said 19 i was like it sounds right <laughs> it was 20 20 i think yeah, it was 20, 20 yeah because it's 22 now 20 yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. february of 20 yeah and then the whole year was a mess and then 21, so it's the second year. So I did live shows, you know, on Facebook. I, yeah. I did a few things here and there, but it's not the same thing. You're playing for, for a screen, you know, like we missed that connection. I think, you know, I'm missing that connection very much. I, I was lucky enough. I, I, last summer, I actually played some gigs. It was kind of very, you know, here and there, not, nothing like, uh, but I, I'm very hopefully that is this year we're going to catch up and, and get, you know, playing more outside and, and, and having that energy you know yeah. that we need so much for you know to feed is, is a both way things right like we have to yeah i'm very hopeful that we're going to have a good summer yeah i'm, I'm cautiously optimistic i'm uh, it seems like things are going to start happening but i don't want to get too excited about it just just in case right i heard it i i, I understand and i i'm just like maybe sometimes oh yeah like but i know <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. I know. I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. So, if people are hearing about you for the first time on here, or even if they are f familiar with your work already, what's the best way to find you online to to check out your music, to to, to buy CDs, to watch videos, things like that? Well, on my website, there's all the links for uh, you know. I have all the. I have a YouTube channel, uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, all those things. And on my website, www.marcocastillo.ca, all the links are there. So I always encourage people, you have a YouTube channel, you know, subscribe to mine, follow on, 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 on Instagram, all those things, you know, because those, you know, little by little, you know, you, you build your, your, your audience and everything. So I encourage people, to, you know, to do that. Even if they don't like the music, that's okay. I mean, <laughs> nobody needs to like everything. 
but you can keep following. Yeah. Well, and you hope they like the music. <laughs> or say, right? oh, but- I don't like this guy. And then they look and they go there, like John Lennon say, like, talk, but talk about me. <laughs> <laughs> En ella vivo pensando y sufro con alegría, amanezco el día siempre cantando. Si ella supiera un día que por ella vivo y canto, si yo pudiera ser dueño de su sonrisa y de sus encantos. ¡Ay, ay, María! en sus ojos de la playa regresando el pelo largo al viento la brisa fresca los va besando le tengo celos al viento que su cuerpo acaricia y cada mañana pasa queda más linda viva María ay ay María En sus ojos de la playa regresando, el pelo largo al viento, la brisa fresca los va besando. Le tengo celos al viento que su cuerpo acaricia y cada mañana pasa, queda más linda, viva María. Ay, ay, María. Ay, ay, María. 